Welcome, welcome to the Jimmy B Sports Show on Power 90.1, featuring Bay Area Sports Insight. Now, here's your host, Jimmy B. Sports fans, good morning. Welcome to the Jimmy B Sports Show. I'm your host, Jim Barron. Today is Saturday, September 17th. We'll be talking about some upcoming college football games today. But uh, before we do that, we're going to be touching on the Rays with the uh, last couple weeks here of the season. And of course, the Bucks looking to host the Falcons tomorrow at Raymond James and trying to go 2-0. The number here is 877-448-7901. Email sports at power at 901.com. We'll be right back to get the show started on Power 90.1. There's a lot going on at the Landing Bar and Grill in Valrico. There's great food at the Landing featuring several signature landing-only specialties like shareable appetizers, seafood, flatbread, salads, wings, pasta, pizza, burgers, gluten-free, keto-friendly, kid-friendly, dog-friendly, desserts, craft beer and cocktails, and a lot more. And if you're looking for entertainment, we've got it. National holidays, food events, live music, karaoke, cornhole, and live team trivia. Check out our full menu on Facebook or online at thelandingvalrico.com. Sports is back and we've got that too. The Landing Bar and Grill off Lithia Pinecrest in Valrico. The Landing Bar and Grill. Land as strangers, depart as friends. Now, now back to the show. Back to the Jimmy B Sports Show on Power 90.1. Okay, sports fans, let's get to it. Let's talk about the Rays right now. Series against Detroit this weekend. Going into this weekend, our record's 91 wins, 56 losses. Eight and a half games ahead of Toronto and the Red Sox and nine games ahead of the Bronx Bombers of New York. So with the last couple weeks here in play, it's going to be very interesting for the Rays as far as what they're going to do with their pitching staff, which I will talk about here in a second. But right now we have Detroit this weekend, and I think it's important that we keep the momentum going. Uh, this team is, you know, in the last 10 games, we've split five and five. So not typical Rays play as of late, but we are finding a way to win some games when we have to get some players back in shape, like G-Man Choi. Uh, hopefully Franco gets back, is able to take a couple games under his belt before the playoffs start. And um, you know, as we get here towards the end of the season, it's going to be interesting to see uh, what we do with our pitching staff. Um, as you know, we had Patino pitching last night, and now we're going to have Yarbrough today, McClanahan probably tomorrow, and then most likely Rasmussen on Monday. As we get to this point in the season, the question with the Rays is going to be what type of consistency are we going to have on the hill as we get into the playoffs? Now, talk about maybe bringing up Shane Baz from Durham. Uh, he was going to start last night from what all accounts were, but uh, some back spasms prohibit him from doing that. So possibly, who knows, maybe tomorrow he can come and start. I'd rather see him come up and play and see what he has instead of having um, you know, McClanahan play a pitch tomorrow. Um, you know, if you haven't heard of him, Shane Baz, 10 starts this year down there in Durham, 1.76 ERA, um, hyped as well as a lot of these players are in our farm team. But I think that it, we should get him up here and see what he can do and you know, give him a few games under his belt and see what happens. And if he's able to um, 
help us in the postseason or not? I would love to hear your comments on that. Do you think that Coach Cash has done it the right way with the pitching staff uh, over this year? You can't argue with success, obviously. Like I said, when you have 91 wins and you're leading the American League with the best record in the league, you're doing something right. So I'm just talking about one aspect of the Rays' total game here. Uh, with the pitching staff, you probably couldn't find someone outside of the Tampa Bay area to give you two starters. You may not even be able to have them give you one starter the way everything is. You know that the batting lineup is totally different. Cash hasn't started, um, I think, out of 141 games, he had started 138 different lineups. You can't even you know, make that up. That's hard to do if you're trying to do it, let alone having the success that we've had. So I'm not going to argue with, with what he's doing at this point. But as we do get closer to the playoffs, some strategy comes into play as far as who we're going to be starting, who we're going to be resting, and you know, what we're looking for out of certain people. Uh, you want to make sure that um, if someone needs a rest, you know, if you have to go out there, maybe you want to rest McClanahan for a couple games. Maybe you want to uh, have Yarbrough get some more confidence because he's had a couple shaky starts. So I think those are all things that uh, you want to make sure we're doing right down the stretch here. Uh, just an update, you know, Cruz got hit on his forearm. He should be okay. I mean, it's I would assume that he's back here for the weekend and not having any issues, but uh, that was a nasty uh, you know, blow he took on his arm. Uh, one thing, we do have a homestand here. The players were very excited to get back home after a uh, 10-game road trip. They came back, they saw 10,000 plus fans at the TROP on Thursday night, which, you know, for them, it's good. It's double of what it's been. So, you know, when, when you have uh, the people in the stands, the whole outfield was pretty much full. You had some good energy in the building. Zanino, you know, had his 31st home run of the season. And the first batter for us, Diaz, you know, you talk about cash and his lineups, but he had a feeling he put Diaz in the leadoff spot and how does he react? Leadoff home run. So, like I said, you can't argue with success. It's nice to see the fans at the drop. And just imagine if the stadium was someplace besides, you know, St. Pete, where it is right now, hard to get to, hard to get out of. Imagine if it was, you know, in Tampa, down there in Ybor, with the fans being able to go to the games and enjoy what's going on with this team. And instead of seeing 5,000, 10,000 fans, you would probably see 20, 25,000 on a night in, night out basis. I really hope that comes to fruition. We'll talk about that in a different show. But as of right now, I think that it's important that the Rays stay focused Stay healthy, of course. We want to get Wander Franco back. He'll probably be back in the next couple games, um, and hopefully he can get a few games under his belt to get back to where he was before he um, had to come out a little bit. So uh, your questions, comments, 813-877-448-7901. You want to email me, sports at power901.com. Would like to hear what you think the Rays need to really focus on in these last couple weeks. Like I said, we're going to have Detroit this weekend. Then we play Toronto for three games. We play um, the Marlins for three. And then we finish on the road. Three up in Houston and three in New York with the Yankees. 
So it should be a very interesting last six games anyway. But in between there, in these next um, eight games that we have with Detroit, Toronto, and with Miami, I really want to see us taking a good look at some of our pitchers in the bullpen, who has confidence, um, who needs a little bit more work, and everything else. And as far as the starters go, if a couple of them need some days off with some rest, now is the time to do it and uh, get ready. Now, once the playoffs start, obviously, you take the three division winners with the best record in the East, the Central, and the West. So talking about the American League, which would make more sense to talk about that right now, we're going to have the Rays who will win that division. Going out on a limb and saying they're going to win that division. So with them winning, um, you also have the White Sox will win the Central Division. And um, pretty certain that Houston is going to win the West. So it comes down to a uh, wild card format. What The way that works, you take the two teams with the best record that aren't a division winner. And those two teams will square off against each other in a one-game series to see uh, who gets the fourth spot in the American League playoffs. And then the winner of that series will play the the, the number one ranked team, which would be um, us, obviously, the Rays. So the way it looks right now for the playoff, for the one-game wild card, you have Toronto... Boston and the Yankees all within a half a game of each other vying for the top two slots there to have a one game playoff. The team with the best record will have uh, will host that game. So I want to know who do you think is going to be Toronto and Boston? Is it going to be Toronto and the Yankees? Is it going to be the Red Sox and the Yankees? Now, keep in mind, there's still enough games left that you have teams, the Oakland A's are only three games off the pace, and Seattle Mariners are four games off the pace. So one of them may be able to sneak in as well, but the way it looks right now, it's going to be either Toronto, Boston, and the Yankees. Um, one of those, two of those teams will you know, meet in a one-game playoff. I think if I had a pick right now, the way that Toronto is playing, I would say it's going to be Toronto and the Yankees. And I do think that the Yankees will uh, come out ahead, and I think they'll host that one-game playoff, and then the winner of that game will play us in a best-of-five series um, in the American League playoffs to start everything off. So that's the way I see it going down at the end of the season here. We'd love to hear your thoughts. Again, if you want to go sports at power901.com, shoot me an email. You can also go to jimmybsports.com. A great page where you can actually uh, update, look at all the sports, look at the scores. You can shoot me an email that way as well. Love to hear what you have to say. We'll be right back to keep the show going on Power 90.1. The 
Property Shop, your one-stop shop for all of your real estate needs. Looking for homes for sale or rent in the Tampa market? Text HOMES to 71441. That's HOMES to 71441. The Property Shop is a full-service realty and management company with a team of partners to give you that extra peace of mind. The Property Shop is truly your one-stop shop, providing stellar service in all areas of realty. And right now, new home buyers will receive a one-year home protection warranty for that extra peace of mind on your next big purchase. More info online at thepropertyshopusa.com or 813-655-5000. Now, now, back to the show. Back to the Jimmy B Sports Show on Power 90.1. Welcome back, sports fans. Let's shift gears a little bit and talk some NFL. If we're talking NFL, we're going to start with the Bucks. obviously. Uh, we will be hosting the Atlanta Falcons at 4 o'clock tomorrow at Raymond James. As you know, the Bucks had a couple extra days off after that opening Thursday night game. So a couple extra days of rest never hurts anyone. And we'll be playing a team, the Falcons, who got drubbed by the uh, Eagles last week. So, uh, you know, we talked about the Bucks' performance in the opening game. And it was only the first game of the season. Uh, the report card that I gave uh, overall would be a C, uh, even though there were some you know, great performances by uh, Brady and I think by Gronkowski. But um, Godwin played well. A couple people played well. But overall, uh, the performance was anything but stellar. So I would bet that the Bucks this week looked at practice and looked as that game against Dallas being a loss and were able to prepare in such a manner that they're coming off a loss to give them a little bit more focus um, coming into this week's game. Now, saying that, we don't need all that much focus against the Falcons because based on what I saw last week, uh, they looked like a team that was going to be in for a long season. But of course, when you talk about the Falcons and the Saints and the Bucks in that uh, division, you never know what's going to happen. Uh, year in and year out, there's always a surprise or two, and the matchups are always... Um, harder than they should be. So I do think that the Bucks are going to come out and take out a lot of the things that didn't go so well last week for them, like some running plays. Um, I think Ronald Jones, after being benched, is going to have a very good game tomorrow. Uh, I look for Brady to be Brady. I look for him to spread the ball around like he always does. Uh, of course, uh, Antonio Brown had a great game uh, in the first game against Dallas. Uh, Evans, you know, didn't have that much of a chance. Uh, he was definitely covered uh, by Diggs, who was one of their better D-backs. So it depends on who's going to be on who this week. And of course, Brady will, it doesn't, you know, it doesn't matter to him who's, um, they're keying on, he will find the best receiver in that position and, you know, get the ball to him and see what happens. So I, I do look for um, Evans to have a good game this week. I also look for um, Godwin to play a big part in it as well. And like I mentioned, Ronald Jones, I think, will have a good um game from the uh, running back position. On the other side of the ball, you know, the, you have the Falcons, uh, Matt Ryan, been there, what, 16 years, I guess it is. So he said he walked into the stadium this year for 
spring training and now it doesn't recognize half the names on the team. So it seems to be that any quarterback is only going to do as good as their offensive line allows them to be. The Falcons have you know, the makings of a very good young offensive line led by who I feel Chris Lindstrom, number 63. Uh, really, I thought, played well. Uh, the rest of the offensive linemen, you know, Mayfield had a, you know, a tough day against the Eagles. So it's going to be you know, tough again for the Falcons offensive line with the Bucks. Now, I will say this. I think that Ryan... You know, with with you no know, bunting being hurt for us, I do think that we're a little bit susceptible in the secondary, and I do think that Ryan will have a better day against us than he did last week. Again, it's a professional team; they're going to come out. Um, if you look at some of the players, a lot of them um, got shut down last week, and. I'm sure they're going to rebound to a point. And I do look for Matt Ryan to have a good game from a statistics standpoint. I, I actually think he's going to probably throw for over 300 yards, as will Brady, by the way. Uh, both of them will have good games as far as that goes. But there isn't any way that the Falcons' defense will be able to contain the weapons that we have. And you know, saying that, I think that the Bucks will... Um, go out there and pick their spots, and they should they should be able to win by I would say fourteen to uh, seventeen points in this ball game. So that's my prediction as far as um, what happens in that game. Couple other games, obviously. If you want to, um, you know, get to me eight seven seven four four eight seven nine zero one. Let me know your thoughts on. Uh, the Bucks, the upcoming game tomorrow and, and the season overall. Uh, of course, who do you think needs to you know, play better and uh, who do you think is playing well right now? I know it's only been one game, but that's all we have to go on right now. So, you know, your thoughts are always looked forward to um, hearing here on the show. Other games this week. You no, know, if you look at some of the games that... Um, we have coming up, we have the Patriots playing the Jets. Now, Patriots lost a game last week that they probably should have won. Uh, unfortunately, they had a fumble, a turnover late in the game in the uh, other team's red zone, which enabled Miami to win the game and um, gave the Patriots a loss. So, Patriots will be playing the Jets this week. Uh, that's a one o'clock game. Obviously, even though it's in New York, the Patriots are favored in that one. All eyes were on Mac Jones last week and is starting his first game. I thought he played well. I mean, I um, I didn't see much hesitancy. I think that the game plan, Belichick came out a little bit um, conservative in the first half, but as Jones got more comfortable in there, they let him open some things up. And I think that, um, you know, th they played well. Now, uh, if, if you're looking at the Jets, you know, you, you have Zach Wilson in there. So um, it's, it's going to be interesting to see what happens. The Jets' offensive line and the secondary are pretty weak. So I really think that the Patriots should be able to go in there and win that game. Uh, another one o'clock game you have uh, is the Broncos at Jacksonville. 
Uh, Denver's 1-0 after the victory last week, and Jacksonville is 0-1. Trevor Lawrence's first game as a Jacksonville Jaguar last week. Um, you know, he's got some growing pains, obviously. I think that if you look at, um, he's definitely got the athletic ability and uh, carries himself like a, a starting quarterback does in the NFL. Uh, it's gonna it's gonna be a process for him, and I think that if you look at um, playing Denver, um, who won their first game, I, I think that uh, Jacksonville is gonna cover the six point uh, underdog spot that they're in. Uh, you have Buffalo playing Miami. Uh, Miami won, like we talked about, beating the Patriots last week. They're one and zero. Buffalo's 0-1. A lot of people picked Buffalo to beat Pittsburgh, but Pittsburgh came back and oh, they won that game last week. So uh, Buffalo seems to have Miami's number. And I think that Josh Allen out there is going to find a way. Um, you know, the Dolphins love to blitz, and I don't think they're going to be able to do that much against Allen. So I, I do look for um, Buffalo to ease uh, even their season record with the victory in that game. You also have a uh, one o'clock tilt with the Eagles hosting San Francisco. Um, looking at this game, both teams won last week. San Francisco um, came in and won, even though they lost their starting running back, Raheem Mostert, who, of course, I have in my fantasy football league, but nonetheless, uh, they did lose. And I... Uh, uh, they lost him, but they won the game. So I, I think that you look at that, you look at what San Fran did in coming back and winning that game. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo looked good. I, I do think that uh, Philadelphia you know, played, the score was higher than how good the Eagles actually are. So I, I do look for the Eagles to keep it close. You know, Jalen Hurts had a good game last week. I look for him. Miles Sanders, Kenneth Gainwell to keep it going on the backfield there. Uh, I, I look for it to be a um, three to five point win for the uh, 49ers in that game. Um, also a one o'clock game, a good game was going to be the Rams and the Colts. Um, I think, you know, Wentz last week suffered a loss for the Colts and the Rams won. They looked good. So, um, I, I do think that the Indianapolis team, I don't think that their uh, offensive line yet is going to help Wentz at this point. And unfortunately, um, the Rams are looking pretty good. So I look for the Rams to win this game probably by a touchdown. Pittsburgh and Vegas, if you saw Vegas, they won their first game in their new stadium on Monday night. Uh, it was a Good win for Gruden. Good win for uh, Vegas. Waller had a nice play at the end of the game. And I think that if you look at that team, um, you know, it's, it's going to be a short uh, week of rest for them. Uh, but I, I do think that um, it should be a good game. And I'm actually going to say that just on adrenaline, I think that the Raiders are going to give Pittsburgh more than they can handle and come out with the victory in that one. That the Bears, you have the Bears and you have the Bengals. Um, Cincinnati, Joe Burrow won their first game. Bears lost. Um, you know, if you look, the, the Bears are going to start Andy Dalton. So no matter what happens, and you hear, you know, everything about, um, um, 
you hear it all about Justin Fields with Chicago that he should be starting. The fans were on the start, and instead they're going with um, Andy Dalton. So now we're going to see what happens there, but I do think that you'll see Fields come in for a couple series, and I do think that the Bears are going to be able to win this game against uh, Cincinnati. So that's my prediction. I think they're going to win by a, a touchdown in that game. Cleveland and Houston. Of Houston had a nice win last week. Cleveland lost to Kansas City on a nice comeback by KC. I do look for Cleveland to rebound in this game. And, uh, you know, actually, Cleveland couldn't have looked any better in a loss if you want to look at it that way. Uh, I just think that um, now Tyrod Taylor and Brandon Cooks, they really can't play as well as they did against Jacksonville every week. So it's going to be too much. I do look for Cleveland to win that game. You had the Saints and the Panthers. The Saints had a, a nice win. You had Jameis Winston you know, running the offense up there for the Saints. There is some COVID outbreak with some coaches, assistant coaches, and at least one player. So they're awaiting the outcome, the results of uh, those tests. Hopefully everyone can go so that um, you see the best that they have. I do think that if you look at the game on paper, the Saints are the better team. And I do think that, you know, Winston's playing for a team that probably is the best fit for him. If you look at, you know, last, last week, he only threw the ball 20 times of 14 passes completed for five touchdowns, I think, no interceptions. So the offensive line really played well for them. And, you know, he had eight different guys catching passes as well. So I, I think that the coach, Sean Payton, really is a good fit for Winston. Uh, and I do look for them to win this game as well. You have Arizona and the Vikings playing. Uh, that's a four o'clock game. Arizona won last week. The Vikings lost. Um I'm going to say that in a close game, I think the Cardinals are going to win this game as well. Um, Minnesota's offense has really been scuffling since training camp and doesn't look like they're going to break out of that funk anytime soon. So I'm going to go with the uh, Cardinals in that one. Uh, love to hear your thoughts on what you think. How about the Chargers and the Cowboys? Uh, you know, here's a game where... Um, it's going to be played out in uh, California. So I, uh, what do you say about Dak Prescott? He looked really good against us. I don't know what's going to happen. But um, if you look at what they've done the first game, I think that they'll come to play. Are they the best team in the NFC East? Um, they may be. I mean, who do you have? You have Washington, Philly, and the Giants. So I... I, I you know, not much to compare them to at this point. I do look for Dallas to win the game, and uh, both teams will have one-on-one -on -one records after this game. Kansas City and Baltimore is going to be um, the 8-20 game Sunday night. So you look at Lamar Jackson. What an athlete, and it's probably, I would think, the best athlete playing, fun to watch, in the NFL right now. Unfortunately, turnovers um, gave them a loss in that game, but uh, in the last game against Oakland. So I, I do think that if you look at this game, the Ravens have only started 0-2 once in the John Harbaugh era, but no, they're playing the Chiefs. 
Um, and it's on a short week, so I do look for Kansas City to win this game. And then finally, on Monday, you have the Green Bay Packers and the Detroit Lions. Uh, any other week, I would say that the Packers should roll in this game after watching what Green Bay did last week, or what they didn't do, I should say. I think it'll probably be um, pretty much of a romp. I, I look for them to uh, win this game easily and get back to being the Green Bay team that we've known over the years. Look for Rodgers to rebound in that one. Again, JimmyBSports.com, let me know what you think. Um, how's your fantasy football team doing? Anxious to hear about that. I need to rebound this week and get back to 500 after my loss last week. We'll be right back to keep the show going on Power 90.1. Do you own an annuity, either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and the annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-726-2194. 800-726-2194. That's 800-726-2194. Now, Now, back to the show. Back to the Jimmy B Sports Show on Power 90.1. Welcome back, sports fans. If it's Saturday, we're talking some college football. Is there a path for the Gators to beat Alabama today? Uh, Boy, oh boy. That's a 3.30 game, I believe. Uh, Florida's ranked number 11. You know, they, they look like they're a, a good team this year. Unfortunately, they're playing a team that uh, is ranked first in the country, and they look every bit um, as good as the number one ranking that they have. So anything can happen. And I'll tell you, Florida you know, usually plays good in big games. They're going to have to fire on all cylinders today because the Alabama team... Uh, led by Saban, of course, uh, looks to be after you know, the first couple games really as good as they're billed to be. So uh, let's hope the Gators go out there and uh, put up a good fight. And I do believe that it'll be close for a while. I just think after the second half, Alabama's going to make a couple adjustments and uh, go out there and they'll probably um, win by 10 to 14 points. Hopefully it's a lot closer than that. There's not a lot of really good games, in my opinion, on the football schedule in college this week. There are some games, though, that are worth mentioning. One of them is a noontime game today with uh, Oklahoma hosting Nebraska. That's always a good game. So I think that um, if you have a chance to watch that one, it should be pretty good. I also think that uh, Cincinnati is ranked eighth in the country. They'll be playing at Indiana. Never rule out Indiana at home. They always find a way to play uh, teams tough there. Um, Like I said, the big game will be uh, 3.30 for us, the Gators. Uh, Notre Dame's also playing around that time. They have a 2.30 game. 
They'll be hosting the Boilermakers of Purdue, which, um, you know, that could be a decent game. But the one that I'm looking forward to watching will be later on tonight when you have the Nittany Lions of Penn State in the whiteout game hosting Auburn. Those two teams, Auburn hasn't gone up to the Big Ten to play up there, I think, in 90 years, I've heard. So typically when you talk about, you know, Auburn going on the road, on the road means going to Virginia or, you know, going up to the Carolinas or something like that. But uh, they will be in Beaver Stadium playing Penn State. I think that if if you look at that game, Penn State, they're, they're ranked 10th right now in the country. Auburn ranked 22nd. Penn State's defense after a couple games is really uh, more consistent than their offense. You never know what Penn State's offense is going to throw out there. They looked horrendous in the first half of the first game this year, then came back and you know played pretty decent. Auburn, on the other hand, um, they've got a you know, pretty good running back. So I think that uh, it should be a great game, but even... Uh, I hope the game will be as good as the setting because if you look at the whiteout when Penn State has that every year, it's really something to see. So if you have a chance to uh, watch a game, I think that that would be one of them that you really want to look at. Uh, other than that, as far as the... Uh, you have South Florida playing Florida A&M. Mm-hmm. That's a 7 o'clock game. We'll talk more about South Florida uh, next week. We're not going to talk about Florida State this week after what happened with them. Uh, again, who's your team? Who's your college team and how are they doing so far? We'd love to hear. 877-448-7901. Um, if you're looking at some other things this weekend, you know, of, of course, you have... Uh, like I said, the Major League Baseball playoff picture. You got the National League teams with the Giants, the Dodgers. Um, you got the Padres out there. Uh, very good teams. And you know what? We can beat all of them. So I think that if you um, take some time, get a chance to watch some of the games, uh, you're going to see that even though the Dodgers are probably the team to um you know, pick to win everything again this year, which we should have won last year. But the saying that they have a chance to win, I do think that if we go out there and play our game, that make them come after us because you never know with us who the guy that's going to step up to win the game is. So we'd love to hear your comments. Again, you can go to um, sportsatpower at 901.com and send me an email or call 877-448-7901. I can't believe how fast the time went today. It's always awesome talking sports with you. Uh, Email me, call me, let me know what you want to talk about on next week's show. We'll be one week closer to the playoffs, and we'll be talking about the Bucs hopefully being 2-0 at this point next week and um, getting ready for their third game. Have a great weekend, guys. Uh, The weather may be a little iffy, but uh, try to get outside and enjoy the weather. As always, stay vigilant, stay safe, and above all, stay positive. This is Jim Barron thanking you for listening to the Jimmy B Sports Show. We'll talk to you next week in the gymnasium on Power 90.1. Have a great weekend. 